In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com. Hello and welcome back to the Listen Up Levcast. Today we've got a special episode for the Rugby Six Nations Tournament that is starting on Saturday the 6th of February and finishing on Saturday the 20th of March. Today we are joined by my fellow deputy head student and rugby player Joe, Spanish teacher and rugby fanatic Mr McGee and the podcast co-host Mr Finn. So welcome everyone. Now, last year's tournament was a strange one, which ended in October due to the pandemic and also resulted in England and France finishing on 18 points each, but with England being crowned champions on points difference. So would it be close again? And who are you backing to win? We'll start off with Mr. McGee. Um, I, think, I think this year with the, uh, with the results we've had over 2020, I think England will be firm favourites, won't they? But... It'll be interesting to see. They've got, I suppose, a tricky first game against um, against Scotland, haven't they? And um, there will be, well, I suppose the French ended last year quite strongly as well. And, yeah. and England struggled to get over the line against a bunch of teenagers wearing the mm-hmm. French jersey. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they can they can put it up to the England team. And I would love to, uh, I would love to say that Ireland might put it, I think possibly we might fall short. Um, we've got we've got a real lack of depth in in ten at the moment. So, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be a good tournament. And uh, Joe, what about you? Um, I basically agree because I think England, obviously, they won it. They got all the confidence, and they've got the most probably they've got the most depth out of all of the Six Nations at the moment. Um, obviously, France finished strongly, so I feel like they're going to be the biggest contenders for France. Mm. I hope Ireland can put up a strong fight, but they got their first 15 and then their bench is really lacking in depth and also experience. So I don't think they'll win it this year. Yeah, and um, well, I think I agree with you both. I'm going to say England to win it. Um, Italy will definitely be finishing bottom, but it'll it'll be close with Scotland. That game will be close because I think I feel like Scotland are the weakest, in my opinion, out of all the other teams. Um, and Mr. Finn, who do you think will win the Six Nations tournament this year? I think it's a tight one. Um, part of me is thinking England, part of me is thinking um, France, maybe. I think it could really come down to um, who wins the head to head between the, those two sides. Absolutely, Obviously, yeah. Um, England, South Africa in, in the last World Cup kind of showed us what England were capable of mm. um, but as I say I think France defensively have a very good side 
um, and, and can cause teams trouble. So I think it's going to come down to the head-to-head. Uh, but I'm going to go out on a whim and say France. Oh, big statement there. France. Okay. All right, thank you. Talking about fantasy, uh, we've got the Fantasy Six Nations. Um, the listeners, you can join as well if you go to Leventhorpe. Um, Mr. McGee, who is your, the first person that you would put in the fantasy team? Well, I've, I've literally just been putting together my fantasy team as we, uh, as we began the show. And obviously mine is heavily influenced by the Irish contingent because <laughs> they are the players I know best. And I'm hoping I can get a sneaky, uh, well, a couple of sneaky players in there that maybe the other nations might not know about that might be going well. I would, I would say keep an eye on a guy called Hugo Keenan. He's, he's played a couple of games on the wing and he's, he looks like he's settled in at fullback quite well after uh, Rob Carney held the berth for, God, I don't know, maybe 12 years. So mm. I'll be interested to see how he goes. Um, and we've got a couple of back rowers that look like they could do some damage, but they're still very young. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they get on. I've got I've got some of the old uh, the old reliables in there. I've got a Toje in there. Of course, I think he'll yeah. be huge this year. Well, well, yeah, I'd, li- I'd, I'd like to see some um, some teams playing against England. I'd like them to see to see them really go after a Toje and see what he's uh, see how he stands up to the pressure because he's a, he's a I suppose a huge aggressor on the field, isn't he? And absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd like to rub mm. his feathers. Got Tom Curry in there, Johnny May. I put Henry Slade in there. Uh, I've got Conor Murray in there, hoping that he will have a good year. He had a good, uh, he had a good game against Leinster the other day for Munster, um, and he looked like he was really driving Munster around the pitch and and um, manipulating the pace of the game. So I'll be interested. And then I've got James Ryan and Ty Furlong. So um, mm-hmm. I've still got a few spots to fill, but um, I'm hoping that that I've got some consistent performers in there, and I've I've filled out my spots so far with uh with france ireland and england where i reckon we'll win the majority of games so yeah, yeah i agree i agree with that yeah and um joe what about you um well one of the players that i feel like has to be in the team is johnny sexton for ireland number 10 he's a great kicker of the ball he can play the ball beautifully and make put plays in for players to score also another another player is johnny may for england He's mm-hmm. just been so consistent with his scoring and he's such a quick player. I feel like he's going to tear a lot of the defence apart for most of the teams. Um, Owen Farrell, another one, another great kicker. He'll probably get a lot of penalties for England because yeah. England do yeah. like to win their penalties. Um, <laughs> I've gone with I've gone with Ben Youngs for... Yes, so have I. Yeah. I I feel I feel that I feel that obviously Conor Murray's a great scrum half, but he tends to switch off in games sometimes when it's not going the way of Ireland. I, he's probably the most consistent player for Ireland, but I feel like Ben Youngs has got something different about him. He's a little bit more quick, more agile. So it'll be interesting. I've got quite a few for, uh, Welsh forwards: Alwyn Jones, Dan Lydiot, both big names for Wales. They're quite key when it comes yeah, to driving are. the ball yeah. forward and moles and rucks. So yeah, I think I think it's gonna be interesting. I think maybe maybe I might have to bring in CJ Stander for Ireland, another another big player, most likely to get the most points as well for Ireland. Mm. 
And I think I think French players are going to get a lot of points and they're going to do well. So last uh, last Six Nations, even though England won it, the player of the tournament was Anton Dupont. Uh, the most points was um, Namak, I think. Uh, and the most tries was, I've got him in, uh, back row Olivon. So All right. the, more, the more French players, I think that's going to be a big influence on, on points. And, um, I agree. I think I'm going to drop in Entomac at, at 10 um, yeah. and see how he goes. Yeah, I think, I think that'd be, he'd get quite a few points. And um, so moving on to uh, game week one, which is going to be on Saturday. The first match is going to be France, Italy. Then we've got England, Scotland, Wales, Ireland. So what are your predictions for the opening matches? We don't really need to talk about France v Italy because we know Italy are going to lose that. But Scotland, England, <laughs> Wales, Ireland. Mr. McGee, um, I've I, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I think I think England are clear favourites going in. It's that tweaking up. Um, but we had that game a couple of years ago, didn't we? Where it, did it end thirty four all or thirty five all or something uh, like 38, that? Thirty eight, I think. Thirty eight yeah. all, yeah. It was, off, yeah. It looked done and dusted at halftime, didn't it? And yeah. I think Finn Russell's back playing with the Scots. So um, I would love to see Scotland rip England a new one. Um, and no, hopefully no, they no. will. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I think Scots have some they've they have some good performers around the field, don't they? Um, like you've got Finn Russell, they've got yeah. is it Hamish Watson, um, mm-hmm. the Greys. It's um, yeah, I'd be. But I think I think England kind of have quality all over the park, but it could be tight first first game as well. Kind of all bets are off in the first game, um, so we'll see. And then then Wales and Ireland. I'm a little bit worried about this one to be honest. Um, I know Wales are on the form charts, not doing very well, but um, I've listened to some of the Irish commentary and Irish analysis leading up to it, and and Ireland aren't in any great shape at the moment either, and and they seem to think there's about an eight or nine point margin, which it's probably, um, which which is probably fair, but it's just a worrying position. Ireland don't hold the tags of being favourites very well at all, um, and we've 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 gone to Twickenham a few times being favourites and and uh, left with our tails between our legs. So <laughs> it's just something in the Irish psychology that they don't deal well with being with being um, the favourites. So so we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, it'll yeah, be, uh, it'll be nervous watching. Yeah, I'll be I'll be watching that too. Um, that's going to be a really good game, both of them actually, England, Scotland, Wales, and Ireland. And Joe, what do you think? Well, I'm going to go out there, and I watched Scotland play on the last leg of the Six Nations, and they looked looks like a very strong team. They look very gelled and well well played when they play together. They play well. I have a feeling Scotland are going to surprise England. I have a feeling Scotland are going to nick it. On the first game, I think it's going to be a Scotland win. On the first oh, that's game, that's a big one. That's um, a big one. That is big. But we'll, we'll come back to this when obviously the games are played. <laughs> we will. And we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Ireland Wales. Um, obviously, Wales haven't been playing well at all. They've been quite shocking. They haven't been consistent. But then Ireland, although they've been winning, they haven't got any consistency about them. I feel like it's going to be a really tough match, but. I'm going to say that Ireland are going to pull out as winners very, very closely, though, because I feel like Wales are going to give us something to worry about. I'd, um, I'd keep an eye on that Italy-France game. First game of the tournament, mm. 
France will probably rock into town thinking they've got the game won. Um, I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if France lost that game at all because um, it's just... Really? Uh, it, it's, well, it, it's just it's a complete banana skin for them, isn't it? Where they, on paper, they should absolutely walk that game. But for first game of the year, Italy probably won't have any injuries. They'll have, True, they'll have a strong yeah. pack. Um, and they'll... Um, they, there's no fatigue going into that game. They're ready to go, aren't they? They should be. They should be. It'll leave. I imagine it will at least be tight um, for the mm. first half, um, mm. like most of the Italy games. And then, but but I wouldn't be surprised if there was an upset there at all. Yeah, well, because Italy normally they normally come out strong, don't they? Italy? True, they always try different tactics. Italy, you never know what's going to mm. happen with them. But I don't know France. I just feel with with these players they've got. They've got Olivon. He's just he's. Great player. I, I don't. I'm not sure. What, I think France. You know, they were strong last tournament. They'll be wanting to keep that momentum up. I know it was a long time ago, mm-hmm. but we'll see. And Mr. Finn, what do you think about the Ireland versus Wales game? Um, I think it's a it's an interesting start. Um, mm. I think for both sides, um, possibly a difficult game for both sides. Um, especially starting their tournaments, it, it could set the the sort of precedent for how they perform going forward. I'd like to think Ireland can win. I think you, you've got to back your home nation. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think Wales are a really strong side. Um, Ireland haven't necessarily been uh, as positive in recent years as they have been previously. Um, and I think Wales have a lot of very, very dangerous players. So I think... Um, I'm hoping for an Ireland win, but I'm expecting a Wales win. Yeah, it's some massive games in game week one, so it'd be really interesting to see. Moving on to um, game week two, we've got England, Italy. I think we can all agree that England will win that. No surprises there. Um, Scotland, Wales Mm. and Ireland, France. So what are your thoughts, Mr Finn? Um, Well, I mean, I've said for game week one that um, I'm hoping Ireland can beat Wales, but I think mm. if I hope Ireland can beat France, it's kind of contradicting who I think is going to win the overall tournament. Um, I, I think France are are too strong a side, I think, for Ireland. Um, I don't know whether they're stronger than the Welsh is another question. I think both teams have very, very different qualities. So I think they'll bring two different games out of Ireland. Um, but yeah, I think, I think France might uh, nick that one by a few points. Mm, yeah, that's going to be a really interesting game, that one. And um, we also have Wales-Scotland in that week as well. Who do you think will win that? I think Wales, really. Yeah, I think Wales will probably nick that one as well. Um, mm. I think Scotland, I mean, since I was younger, I think Scotland have improved by, by such a huge amount. I think in the last sort of 10 to 15 years, um, they've brought in a, a really good crop of players and have actually improved from where they were previously. Um, I remember whenever I was coming through secondary school and Scotland were kind of the laughing stock of the Six Nations sometimes. <laughs> so I think they've definitely got a better side, but I don't think they're they're on the level that Wales are. Um, and I think, you know, when Wales play, I think, you know, the the, the passion and stuff that they play with is, is fairly yeah. uncomfortable. But... Um, I think the lack of fans is going to play a big um, part because I think when you look at Wales and they, they sing the national anthem and the you know the passion from the crowd, mm. I think drives a lot of their play. But um, I think even without the fans, Wales are going to get this one against the Scots. Yeah, I, I think I agree with that one. Yeah. So, Mr. McGee, 
Um, for, so for game week two, I'm looking at, yeah, England, Italy. So England at home and Twickenham, they shouldn't really have any issues there. Scotland, Wales could be a very good game. So mm. I imagine Scotland will either put in a very strong performance that will be encouraging from game week one against England, or else they'll at least finish that game well. If they haven't started, I think they'll at least finish that game well. And um, hopefully, well, hopefully Ireland have done a job on Wales. Um, so there might be two teams there trying to avoid two losses in a row. Um, mm. So it should be should be quite an interesting. It might be quite a cagey affair because both of them will be trying not to lose it. But um, they both play quite expansive rugby, so it'll be should be a good game. And Ireland, France. Um, Traditionally, the French don't travel all that well, do they? Um, and Ireland are at home, but I suppose yeah. you take away the take away the fan factor, and and we'll see. Um, I am gonna go for an Ireland win there, um, but I think it won't be any more than four to six points. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, Joe, what do you think about that? I think it'll be close. Oh, Ireland, France. I hate this fixture with a passion because France always seem to want to play well when they play against Ireland. Um, obviously, there's been close encounters in the past. Ireland coming out on top on a few occasions. But at the moment, I mean, I watched the France's second team against England and how well they played against England. I have a feeling that Ireland aren't going to perform as well in that game. I'm going to go with a French win. Really, Ireland. Yeah, I have a feeling that the front, the French are going to nick it. It won't be, it won't be a very um, big scoreline. It's going to be quite close. It's going to come down to minimal points. So you're, you're, you're not going to be biased, and you're going to say France are going to beat Ireland there. I'm, I'm pushing the boat out. I'm saying that France are going to beat Ireland on that one. <laughs> that is a big, watched, big I've, statement. I've, I've watched Ireland play. They, <laughs> they haven't been looking the best. <laughs> And been looking the best, and also Wales Scotland. Um, I can see that being a Scottish win. Really? Again, Scotland, he's I, gone for another big, big statement. I, I think I think Scotland are going to win that game. I'm I'm pretty confident in Scotland to win that game. You're not going to say Wales that are gonna... Italy are going to beat uh, England, are you? No, no, no. I think England okay, will good. beat Italy. I think England will beat Italy, but. I think Wales aren't going to pick up any form anytime soon. Oh, three outside the box predictions is just too much for you there, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, game week three, Ireland, Italy. Um, again, you know, uh, Wales, England, that's going to be a tough one. And France, Scotland. So, Mr. Finn, what do you think about um, Wales versus England? I think that could be a tight one, you know. Mm. Um, I mean, from what I have seen more recently in rugby, um, England are a decent side. Um, is it Johnny Mays plays on the wing yeah. for England? Mm-hmm. It, any time I see England play, he always performs well. So I think um, he could be someone to keep an eye out for. But I think historically, Wales have always just had a really, really solid side and they always perform in the Six Nations. Um, so I think... If um, if they've got, you know, like the likes of George North always ends up getting injured in the Six Nations. I think if he can stay fit, um, if like half pennies on form, um, I think it could be quite a tight one. 
Um, but I yeah. might have to go with England on that one. Yeah, I think, I think they're close. just too strong for them. Um, Joe? Oh, that it's a it's a close fixture, isn't it? England Wales, it always provides fireworks. Um, but yeah, again, I don't, I feel like Wales might play well in that one, but at the same time, I think England are going to be too strong for them. I think England will win. Yeah, yeah, and Mr. McGee, do you agree with that? Um, I think I think the England Wales game. I think Wales might come out and win that. I think. Wow. Um, okay. They're at home. They, uh, it's more than just a game of rugby, isn't it? They don't particularly like each other. No, um, no. And I think Wales will probably have an awful lot to prove at that stage of the competition after game week one and game week two. I think they might have, they may have lost to Eng- may have lost to Ireland at that stage, and then they may have beaten the Scots at that stage, or they may have even have lost. I think depending on how well that Scottish game goes for Wales, they'll. Um, it will have a big, big impact. They might go in with a little bit of um, little bit of gusto and a little bit of confidence built from the previous game, and um, and really put it up to England. I don't, I, I don't think Wales are going to perform well over the whole competition, but I think they'll have mm-hmm. one or two good performances, and I think they'll probably save that for England. Um, mind you, they don't particularly like the Irish either. That Welsh team, so. No, we'll no, see. no. And also another interesting one in week three is France Scotland as well. Um, that. I'm not actually sure how... I'm thinking France will win that, but you just never know with Scotland. Some tournaments, they can be good. Some, they can be bad. Uh, Joe, what do you think? Um, I mean, I've said that Scotland are strong, but France, I feel like, are going to be one of the strongest teams going into this competition. So yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna back France for a win there, although I don't want to back them for a win. I feel like <laughs> France... I feel like, I feel like France will beat them quite confidently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then next week, uh, they'll, they'll be heading over to England. So that, that's quite an interesting game. And then you've got Ireland-Scotland as well. Um, Mr Finn, how are Ireland's chances in Scotland? Um, I think I, I would be inclined to go for an Irish win, at least. I think I'm speaking more out of hope than expectation, to be honest. Um, but, you know, I think historically... Um, Ireland's always had a good side. In the last few years, they've maybe not been on the on the same level um, that they were whenever I was kind of watching rugby a lot more frequently. Um, like whenever I was in school, it was the sort of like O'Driscoll, O'Gara era. Yeah. Um, you know, like Paul O'Connell, um, just like really strong Ireland sides. And I think in recent years, they haven't really been um, at the same level, but I think they're still good enough to beat the Scots. And what do you think, Mr. McGee? Yeah, the Scots, the Scots in Murrayfield. Um, mm-hmm. I think that could be, um, yeah, that will be a very, very tight game, I think. And it will probably be, I think it will probably only be a two-point margin either way. Um, I'd be a little bit worried about that. Again, depending on how well the, the Scots have done against the English and the Welsh, um, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see. I wouldn't rule out a Scottish victory there. I think they could, they could probably go and do it. It'll be interesting to see how injuries, um, or even COVID, yeah, what sort of impact yeah. that plays. Because by that stage, round four of the competition, mm-hmm. um, I think it That's goes heading two into weeks. March. That is, yeah, because yeah. they, they they play do they play the first two weeks and they have a week break. Then they play the yeah. third week. 
and then they have two break. two two weeks break from that. I think it's yeah, February is week three, and then week four is March of thirteenth. Right, so okay. Two weeks there. Right, okay. So that well, at least they'll have had a break, and possibly I wonder is that a long enough time frame for people to have uh, to have come out of an isolation for COVID? So it will be interesting to see what um, how depleted the squads are. Um, and and that, but yeah, I wouldn't rule out a Scottish victory there, but I think that would be a very, very tight game. Mm. And obviously, in that week as well, you've got England v France, both absolutely hate each other. Um, but you know, it that they were both top of the Six Nations last year as well, 18 points each, only just divided them by um, the goal, uh, the points difference. But, um, Joe, how do you think that one will go? Oh, England, France. It's always a heated one, isn't it? Mm. Um, I mean, they're both strong sides. I feel like it's not going to be, it's not going to be a very high scoring game either way. I feel like it could be just down to penalty kicks at the end of it. I am going to say that France are going to win that game. I'm disappointed in you for saying that. France, France, France are going to win that game, I think. But they, they'll nick it right at the end, I think, in the classic French style. I hope not. Uh, Mr. McGee? Yeah, I think that would be... Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I think it's going to be a bit of a feisty affair. Um, and could go one of two ways. I think it will either be very tight or it'll be probably a handy enough English victory. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I think I'd probably go for an English victory there. But um, has the, that, that game has the potential for fireworks, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. The French are the one team that can really put it up physically to the English. Um, And if they do, and we saw what South Africa did in the World Cup final, they kind of out England, England, by by Mm. really beating them up up front. And I think French have the capability of doing that. And if if they can get that right, and they get their game plan right, and they get their fast line speed, um, that could be an absolute corker of a game. And and possibly the decider, to be honest. Um, But I'd probably... England are wily, aren't they? Eddie Jones is wily. Owen Farrell, he gets things done. So I'd probably, probably lean towards an English victory there. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Mr. Finn? Um, I agree with Mr. McGee that I think it could be the decider. Um, but I'm going to go with a French one there, I think. Um, I remember in the last Six Nations, France were you know, ridiculously strong in the scrum. And as Mr. McGee says, they're the one team that I think can physically put up with England. Um, so I think France could sneak it, but I reckon it'll be a, a very, very uh, close affair as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then heading into the final week, we've got some massive games here. So we've got <laughs> could be a could be a triple down, uh, tri- sorry, triple crown showdown here. Ireland versus England. So I've got three Irish. Really, uh, what is that? A, a triple crown showdown? Yeah, triple <laughs> crown showdown. <laughs> the triple crown showdown, Mister McGee. Do you think it could be or not? The Triple Crown Showdown. Mate, that should be the name of this uh, podcast. Um, <laughs> whew, I don't, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, England always seem to draw Ireland on the last game of the competition. They do, don't they? Yeah. It, it didn't happen. I actually went to the Ireland-England game. Not. Uh, yeah, yeah, I went to the Ireland-England game last year. It was a birthday yeah. present. And um, my girlfriend asked me at the end of it, did I enjoy it? And I was like, no. <laughs> we, Ireland, Ireland got beaten off the park, and it was could have been could have been the best present ever, but it was it was uh, it was a good experience, but yeah, not a great mm. present. 
Um, so, I don't know. I think, again, potential to be a very, very tight game. I just, I really hope England don't just run over Ireland. And Ireland, I've got to, I'm hoping by that stage, Ireland have shown a bit more and developed the game plan a little bit. Because um, they, they just look so predictable against the English um, the English have their fast line speed they beat up the Irish a little bit and then we just go same thing and same thing again and we, we play through Johnny Sexton every time and it's no wonder they, they've absolutely hockeyed us a few times so I'm hoping for a bit of variety in the Irish game um, and if we see that um, and we kind of play to our strengths and move England around the park rather than try and take them on in a, in a, in a bit of a fist fight I think potentially we've, we've got we could stay with them but um I think a lot of things have to go right for Ireland in order to win that game. Yeah, and the previous matches yeah. as well. You know, you've got Scotland before that, you know, heading into against England. You definitely want to be winning games like that. And Joe, yeah. what do you think about that? Well, I went to the Ireland game. I think it was probably the same one where Ireland got beaten off the park. But then I also went to the one where we beat England and won the Grand Slam that year. Mm, I remember so they were two completely different islands. Both, bear in mind, were near near the same kind of title deciding point. Obviously, near St. Patrick's Day as well, I feel like the Irish will have something to prove and the English don't normally like playing the Irish on St. Patrick's Day. So I reckon yeah. Ireland, Ireland, Ireland will put up a show against England and Ireland will win on the final day and make it interesting. Mr. Finn? It's a tough one. Um, but I think um, in uh, Mr. McGee's corner here, um, I think over the last couple of years, England have had Ireland's number. Um, they've been a hard side to beat. And I think it is a case of, I think Ireland are going to need to sort of try something different and, you know, shake things up a bit to actually stand any chance of uh, mm. winning. I, I think, you know, Joe makes a valid point. I think they will put up a fight. Um, you know, I, I don't think they'll go down easily, but um, I think England have just had their number that uh, one too many times so far. Who depends on form? Yeah, it'll be yeah. interesting to see what, what's up for grabs in that game, won't it? Yeah, it could it be is. the triple crown showdown. <laughs> it could be. It could be Grand Slam decider. Grand, yeah, it, it could, could be that be. as well. Uh, and then the triple yeah, dying show crying. <laughs> <laughs> and then does anybody think Italy can actually get anything out of the Scotland game in week five? I really feel that Italy could do something. It's the last game. Italy normally like to play well in the last game when they know they can't win anything. Yeah. <laughs> they might do. I, I wouldn't put it past them, but I still think Scotland will I see, win I that just, one. Okay, I just don't think Scotland... I know they had Stuart Hogg, who had an amazing season um, with Exeter. Um, but, yeah, okay, that could be a major influence in their team, you know, having such a successful season at his club. But, I don't know, Italy, you know, Italy-Scotland. Nah, maybe it's ridiculous. Maybe, maybe it is. <laughs> well, it might not be. It might not be. Who knows, who knows at that stage of the tournament? It went... Yeah, Italy would probably um, be beaten down, you know. The, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, in fairness, though, like if you bring in the the wider kind of global context, like every team is going to be going into this tournament with a new mentality. Um, 
Like mm. I haven't read anything. I'm assuming there's no fans. Um, no, I haven't read anything no. around that. But if you think about obviously what Italy came through at the the first um, lockdown and being one of the countries that was hit a lot harder, I'm sure the players and their squad are going to be wanting to uh, push that little bit um, to you know do the the fans that aren't able to make the games um, proud. So mm. I think when you when you bring that into it, I think. You know, some of the players are going to be playing with that little bit of increased intensity, possibly. Yeah, 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 they could be. Um, and just finally, um, Joe, who is going to be your player of the tournament? My player of the tournament? That's an interesting question. Obviously, I, everyone would probably expect to either go with either Johnny Sexton or Owen Farrell. I'm going to go player of the tournament is going to be Johnny May. I feel like I feel like he's going to tear defence apart. He's probably going to be top try scorer as well for the whole competition, I reckon. So I'm going with Johnny May. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. Um, that's probably biased, but uh, Mr. <laughs> McGee. Um, Ireland have a player called Dan Levy, who, who had a really bad knee injury two years ago when he's just about getting back fit. Um, and he was part of that kind of powerful Irish pack to get back to where he was before, I think he could have a potentially very big say. Also, um, it'll be I'll be interested to see how Finn Russell goes. Mm, see yeah. if he um, to see if he can take some of his racing form into uh, into the Scottish camp. But he's he's very hot and cold. He could be he, he mixes the awful with the extraordinary. So we'll uh, we'll see we'll see on that front. Yeah, Don't and um, Mr. Finn. Uh, I think I'm going to go in the Owen Farrell camp. Um, yeah. He's the one player who historically I've I've loved to hate. Um, but I think, you know, you can't deny he's a pretty pretty decent player. Um, and I think he'll have a, a lot to say about the English results. Yeah, so um, thank you all for joining me today. It's going to be a it's going to be a really interesting tournament. I uh, can't wait to watch it. Obviously, it's going to uh, the first game is on Saturday. Um Italy France so make sure you're all watching that uh so thank you everyone for listening um stay safe stay at home and I'll see you all next time thank you thanks Al in business you rarely hear the expression for life you make a purchase for a product for a service and and there's a there's a time frame there well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com.